Welcome to the Audible Ecstasy Podcast. Each week we sit around and discuss the music from our past. Sometimes we agree. I call it iconic. It's a 10. That riff is un- it's incredible. Clearly a 10. This is one of the most iconic songs of the 80s. Um, iconic from start to finish. And sometimes we disagree. The song sounds like something you might hear at your aunt's funeral. The absolute worst lyrics ever. With the juvenile flush on that one? <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that crap. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. All right, guys, we are back with another Audible Ecstasy podcast and Happy New Year. First episode of 2024. And this is our best of 2023 episode. Guys, y'all ready to do this? I'm ready. Happy New Year, fellas. Anthony, let's get your your, your big uh, sound bite for the week here. Uh, well, Happy New Year. Hope everybody had a good Christmas. It's listening in to you guys. Hope you all had a good Christmas. So, uh, Big sound bite. We lost Jimmy Buffett last year, so I thought the best way to do a best of 2023 is to have a Jimmy Buffett quote. And his one of his number one quotes is, if there's a heaven for me, I'm sure it has a beach attached. And by God, if there's a heaven for me, I hope there's a freaking beach attached too. <laughs> That's all I want to do is lay on That's the beach. Give me an eternity in heaven on a beach. I'm right as rain. <laughs> so thought that was a good way to start the start a best of episode. So Wow. And memorial. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's start this thing off. We are doing it a little bit different this year at the top four album picks between the three of us. We're going to count it down. Four, three, two, one. And I'm going to start it off with my number four pick. Chris, if you don't mind, sir, hit it. I'm a part of gold, but we'll try. 
All right, gang. So that was my number four pick. Of course, that sticks the grand illusion. And in doing this, I kind of, and you guys are going to see it starting right now. I made my top four picks by the ratings I gave them last year. So mine are my top number one score all the way through my number four score. Number four was Sticks. Sticks was a bonus episode that we had done this year. And I wasn't going to bypass it because I think this album absolutely is a stellar record, a stellar listen, and certainly a absolute worth anybody's time out there that listens to this podcast to give it a chance. And, I mean, it's really hard to pick the songs. And, the, and I picked the ones that are obviously the most popular radio songs off this album. And I love it, man. I think it's a fantastic pick, and it certainly was worthy of my number four. Chris, what was your number four? Or heck, if y'all want to discuss my album, yeah, let's have a discussion before you just jump. Yeah, heck, I'm sorry. Jimmy's got a a place. Well, I got a place to be too, but he's got a pot of coffee like Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street, and he's sitting over there. Guzzling it down. time at the double B. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, for that man, uh, I'd just say that uh, Jesse's the one that actually picked that. I'd like to give him a nod. Uh, oh yeah, it's fun yeah. having him on that episode. Uh, I agree, man. You know that album is almost like a greatest hits for sticks when you listen to it. It's got so many hits on it, and and the the B sides and stuff were fantastic too. That was a great album. Thoroughly enjoyed that listen that that week. So yeah, 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 I, I can't fun, disagree man. with that one. Fun, fun. I can't say I've ever listened. I haven't really listened to the episode or the album. Sorry about that, but that's <laughs> all right. Truly, you, you, good to know true, you're true a supporter, fan. man. Thanks, yeah, well. You know, dude, I follow a lot of podcasts, and when I get a uh, time, I'm on somebody else because I feel like I work on this one, so I don't really want to listen to it too much. It's not a no slight against us. It's just you know, got a little slot of time in my day. It's not going to take up that so. <laughs> but I didn't I listen to some I, w- of that I wouldn't listen to us a- either, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good episode, um, and I, what I heard of it. I did listen to a little bit of it, kind of flipped through it. Um, kind of made me want to listen to the album some more, so I've never really listened to Sticks much. <clears throat> Probably should give them a, a nod yeah, That's a quality album, man. You, I think you'd actually really have been fond of that one. Yeah. yeah. Pretty decent. Please, pretty decent listen. There we go. All right, Chris, hit your number four, brother. Okay, I'm going to give a little setup and then play it. Uh, I want to give a caveat out here today. I had these guys send me their clips. So I, I don't, in, in an effort to not know, you know, not be, you know, we, we want surprise here when we're giving this. So I didn't, I didn't look to see what they were or anything, but I did bring them into software I used to look at the noise levels and I boosted Anthony's and brought Jimmy's like down a little bit to get them all kind of level. So, but beyond that, I don't know what they've sent me. Uh, for me, the number four album I've got, uh, this was, uh, you know, if I have to say, uh, I'd call this album an intellectual masterpiece. I really would. I think these guys, Rush, um, yeah, oh, absolutely. I, but it's more intellectual than Rush, honestly. I feel like what? these guys, uh, if, they almost have like a classical component to them. Uh, there, there's like a almost like a Mozart esque quality to this music. Uh, I will say, there's a lot of nostalgia that went into this listen when we did it. It, it was. Uh, it, it was it was a very nostalgic album for is. me. I know who it is. <laughs> oh my god! Obviously, I'm being sarcastic on the first two notes there, but in all seriousness, this album perfectly encapsulates uh, '80s hair sleaze at its best. Oh my god! Uh, sunset strip type music. Uh, it was the debut album by these guys, and it was fantastic. And then they just fell off a cliff after that. Uh, but. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and play it for you guys. It is uh, the Bullet Boys. The Bullet Boys, yes. Smooth 
is for Anthony. <laughs> If you remember, Anthony was willing to die on the hill for that song. There, that was a good song. <laughs> there was quite the argument on that one. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't know. It, it was a fun album. I love fun albums, and uh, yeah, it's it, for me. I, I did not do what you did, Jimmy. I didn't keep track of every score I ever made all year. I just kind of went on feel on this. But uh, nice. I remember thoroughly enjoying this and being surprised how good it was. So, you guys have any thoughts on that one? Ah, oh, it's fun. Listen, man, took it was way fun listen. back. I did enjoy that one a lot. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, arguably one of the greatest songs to come out of the 80s, starting that thing right up. So, I mean, and you know what? From the instant it starts, you can't there, there was so much, knock it. There was so much, like, uh, I think Dom and Dave worship from from this guy, too, that, that I noticed. Mark, he, you know, he was yeah. just very, very on point with that stuff. So, yeah. Nah, All right, classic, that's my number dude. four. Classic. Yeah. It's amazing All how right. hard that band just fell off a cliff after that episode. It is. I mean, I feel like they were on their way up. I don't uh, know. It sounds I, I do like think that they're difficult to get along with. Yeah, I think that lead singer is difficult to get along with. They've had like 30 members in that band, and he's the only original member. It says yeah, a lot about yeah. I think, who he is. So No doubt about volumes. it. No yeah. doubt about it. All right, Anthony. Watch, uh, we got ready for number four for Anthony. Yep. Yeah, actually, I didn't do a bunch of clips. I just did one. One song. <laughs> probably what we should have done. But. Yeah, it's probably what we should have done instead of me spending so much time. It's fraud. My audio might sound a little different because I use a Bluetooth speaker. I don't have the fancy soundboard you got against guys. You get the drift. Yeah, I was going to go off the uh, the numbers too myself this year, but I went with the feels instead because here's my top four. My number five is actually my number one on ratings wise, so I'm not going to get into that one just yet till later on. But my, here's my top four ratings wise: Metallica "Kill 'Em All" at nine point two, Rush "A Farewell to Kings" at an even nine, Van Halen "Fifty One Fifty" probably one of my favorite, if not favorite, Van Halen albums, eight point eight. Judas Priest screaming for vengeance, 8.7. So I was thinking, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. That's too easy. <laughs> so I tried to go look back through my year and go off my feels. And Rod Stewart was one of those that uh, he gave me the big feels. Um, I kind of had a little brief moment where I spent a little, about a month just listening to Rod Stewart. And this album was one of those that started that Rod Stewart revolution, so to speak. So that's why I picked him, and I was actually going to read my closing statement. I pulled them each one, but I may not go into all that since we're kind of doing a little, want to keep it short today. But uh, 
short and sweet. I really did enjoy Rod Stewart's Every Picture Tells a Story. It's it's a much better album than people give it credit for. And, you know, maybe not give it, he gets a lot of credit. It's just, I think Rod Stewart gets a lot of flack. And uh, that album really surprised me that how, how just good and classic rock sounding it was. Uh, my final rating on it was an 8.4. So it was a pretty highly rated one for me. So I don't know how you guys felt about it, but. Uh, I can't I'll, I'll say this, Anthony. Um, that that album scored a seven two on me, and it also tied an album I absolutely loved as well last year, which is the John Party, which was an overall seven point two for me as well. So that just tells you how good that album actually is when it comes down to it. I didn't really. I mean, there's only one album that really had a low score for me last year. And, really, what was that? Uh, Matchbox Twenty. Actually, it was my lowest scoring one. <laughs> that was mine too. It was Isn't six point five for me. Mine was 6.6, so yeah. I, and you guys are going to hear it soon, I'm just going to tell you. No. It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's not in but, my top four either. <laughs> but like, like I said, that, you're right. It's It was something different for us, and it was actually a, a pleasurable listen over mm-hmm. time. You know, it took, a, you know, don't get me wrong, my first listen, I was like, eh, this is really not great. And then all of a sudden, you know, it kind of just grows on you. It's just like anything you give a chance. For the most part, if you give something a chance, it's going to grow on you. And that was a good listen, man. Overall, like I said, it tied with John Party, which is one of these albums that is absolutely in my book was outstanding so yeah it's a it was really really good listen i'm 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 not shocked that you picked it and this is the reason why i went my number four is because i had a feeling either one of y'all would would do it that way and i just thought i'd do mine by my top ratings overall and i figured you guys would because you guys i I was going to but man i was like that's such i I know those albums back it is one of these score high for me the only reason why I'm yeah. doing it is a summary of what I did for last year, and that's how I did it. That's you know what, what I mean? was thinking initially when I went in. I was like, that's a great summary for the year. These are my best albums. I was like, eh. <laughs> Everybody knows yeah. Killing I, I went with what one. surprised me a little more. And what, that's what me. Kinda, yeah, yeah that's, I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I got you, man. I got you. All right, guys. Well, let's move us forward to my number three pick. Chris, hit that. This would be a surprise for y'all. I mean, a surprise for me. Almost made it for me. Talking. <laughs> 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 
So, guys, after we take our 10-minute break for that listen, I will go ahead and say that this album is probably the biggest surprise of the year because I didn't see this one coming. I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten how good the record was. I mean, I, I, mean I, I crapped on this back in the 80s a lot just because of the fanfare, I'm sure. Overall, fantastic listen. Excellent music. I mean, this is something you can crank at any given time on the radio. It comes on. Most of us don't change the channel. I mean, let's face it, arguably one of the greatest uh, 80s hair metal slash just albums to come out of the 80s, period. So, uh, and there's no doubt, I mean, this one overall was tied with sticks at 8.1. And it was my number. Th- and I, I gave it the number three pick because, I mean, honestly, I listened to it more than I had the sticks album over the years. Amazing listen. I mean, I, I can't deny that. And it rightfully so. Number three for me Bon Jovi, Slipper with Wet. Yeah, I can't disagree with that, man. I, as I remember, I had four tens on that album. So, I mean, that's. Ah, yeah. That, that you know that's a it, it's full of hits yeah, yeah it's, that it's album a rocker. Is a, it's probably when I pulled that hits. last clip that you pulled I'd put the the ballad that was in there I can't remember what the boo I wanted to go, you know I know you guys crapped on raise your hands that's why I love that song I love it I think it's I'm a rock on raise so. your hands I, I liked raise your hands I think Chris is the one yeah, crap on raise your kidding. hands yeah he did Chris did. I, He's I, I think I gave he it a crap. seven I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's boo. okay but, I mean it's a solid <laughs> album man it's a good three or four of their biggest songs of all time on there so i mean of the 80s it's, so i mean it's, yeah, it's their sense. biggest you know, album period. it is their biggest album for sure. new jersey's a close second don't get me wrong because when we've done both of them but i yeah. will say that my caveat i should have gave my caveat my mine is basically going to be three minute clips except for my last one i think is the monster so and, it, and it's gonna be well deserved all right chris what's your number three pick sir okay we uh this is a band that we've we've reviewed a few times on this podcast already uh, but I don't think we ever did anything right in our like rush? 80s to 90s sweet spot. No, stop oh, the rush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this is kind of like right, kind of in our high school years when th- when this album came out. Uh, it has tons of hits, tons of swagger. Uh, bookends probably it's one of the best, absolutely the best opening song I think of the year we had. I, you guys might d- disagree with that, but when you hear what it is, you're gonna think, yeah, this is one of the best opening songs you could put on an album. Uh, it's one of the loudest concerts I've ever been to in my life. Maybe uh, the loudest. I know what this uh, is now. Tons of nostalgia <laughs> with this one. I'll go ahead and just start. Hit it. Almost made my list. Almost made it.
Ah, I love it. Oh <laughs> love that God. ending, man. The uh, yeah. the old Christmas song there feels very festive, doesn't it? it what what does. do you guys think about ACDC there at the number three spot, dude? Fantastic pick. It was a great listen. That one, you know, my records, my ratings that that's that tied with like one, two, three, four, four other albums for an overall seven point eight for the year, and just missed my top five list. So just so you know. It's an amazing album. It's fantastic. Listen, you know, maybe I was a little bit tougher on that album. I thought I should be. I don't know, but God, I might. It's a great album. Great album. Great concert yeah. that year. My God, there was a dip at the end of that album. I, it closed very strong. It's song I think called "If You Dare" or something that, that, that yeah. just absolutely rocks at the end. But I think there were two or three songs right before that that were kind of duds, and that's probably yeah, what brought it, was, it down that's what for you. Down. That was kind of yeah. what kept it out of my top four. I think in, in the end was that the, like. End of that record, I kind of got confused. What song was what song? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, it's not a, you, not man. a. They do that a lot, but it doesn't see. It seemed to be a little worse than that one. Like so, their older ones they do it too, but you, you could tell the song's a little different. I'm not sure why, but that's really the only reason why I didn't make my top four was I felt like the end kind of kind of dropped off a little bit. So. Gotcha, understandable. Yeah, and I will say like you know we did uh, back in black and highway to hell on a. On like a verses okay. thing, we need to just break those out to their own. Uh, we need to get through the verses and yeah. break all those down. I mean, honestly, yeah. most of the ones that we we yeah, you know, and we did that with uh, you know the Bon Jovi Super album there. But I think yeah. we we probably should just maybe in the new year separate some of those out and do the, a full review of those yeah, individually because like those were some awesome albums. Hysteria, hysteria at but, some point needs to be reviewed. Absolutely, there's no question about that's it. That's gonna be my first ten album. Appetite probably. for Destruction. I mean, there, what would we have? Master and Kill 'Em All. <laughs> I mean, there was some ridiculous. We, we had we had some good stuff on yeah. there. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it, man. I don't all know about right. the Poison album. We can leave that in the past, but you know, the rest of the week for, for sure. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. All right, so okay. Anthony, you've got your number three. Yep. If Chris can play it, exactly. I don't know why the sound came out a little better on that one than the last one. I think it's the age. This kicks in. It's one of my favorite songs. Here. A little Van Halen jam going on there. I really love that. You know, that one only came in at a 7.7 for me, and it was one of the lower rated ones for the year for me, but I think the album itself was such a surprise of how much I enjoyed it. I listened to it a few days ago just to make sure it was still, and I still really enjoyed it. I, I was really picked that more, I think that I picked that one, or Chris picked that one of us picked it. I believe you picked that one, if I'm not mistaken. I thought yeah. we would just goof on it. I turned it on one day going, this is going to be a fun, just goof episode, and not too serious, and... I started listening to it, and I was like, wait a minute, this has actually got some legs to it, man. I can't believe it. This is a pretty daggone good album. Yeah. So I, was, I think it's another reason why I picked it, why it's my number three, is that it just it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. still is. It's a killer album from start to finish. 
You know, that smooth up in you, I think, kind of hurts them a little bit sometimes. Because when you hear that song, you think, no, I'm saying when you hear that song, it's kind of like when you hear Cherry Pie by Warrant. You yeah, kind of like all start. Don't you dare put that in the same song as Cherry Pie. Let me hear me out. When you hear that song, you're like, oh, God, here's another one of those freaking hair metal bands trying to be all clever with the sexual innuendos. But when you get beyond that song, which is an amazing song, you got a really hell of a great album right there. So, uh, yeah, I really like that album a lot. So that's why I can't argue, man. It's a killer album. Killer album. Fun. Yeah, fun. A fun side on that. If uh, if you have a bottle of vodka sitting beside you, and take a shot every time he says the word "honey child," then you're gonna be absolutely hammered at the end of that album. <laughs> that's a fact. Fun yeah. game. Fun game. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought, thought you were going to say chuck it at him on stage. Was my chuck a glow stick at <laughs> There him? you go. You could do that too, yeah. Whenever he got hit with a glow stick, we're in Solomon Constant. Yeah, he did, year. yes. Yeah, so yeah, got mad. And, I don't know if he cut it earlier if they were about at the end of their nah, set. they were but, at the uh, end of their set, dude. Yeah, they weren't going to get to play too like, long, were they? Yeah. yeah so. Good stuff, though. Fun, fun memories right there. All right. Yeah, I mentioned the album, Bullet Boys, Bullet Boys, right? So I don't think it needs an introduction. That's how good that one is. <laughs> <laughs> song was shit. Maybe it did. If he'd have played smooth up, but I'm not sure that the yeah, shoot right, the preacher down, right. which was a great. I, I, I That's see why you picked that song. song. Yeah, it's like well, I was trying to pick too. one song just to kind of highlight the entire album. The very Roth esque there on that one, yeah, and uh, the one song that, that still stands out to me, and uh, that was one of the songs that still stands out. So yeah, that's a killer pick, man. Killer pick. All right, let's do my number two. Hit it, Chris. This will be fun. That would have been my number one <laughs> if I went off ratings.
Of course, any year that we're going to do a Metallica review and it's from the 80s, it's probably going to make my top five because arguably my favorite band of all time. For the most part, uh, kill them all, no exception. Obviously, Anthony's number one overall rated last year. This is my number two overall rated last year with an 8.5. I must have been mad that day. That's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, this is my number two. It's a staple in my diet. I listen to this album regularly to this day. Um, it's just a killer record, and it's an amazing debut from an amazing band. I'm going to leave it at that. You guys have any thoughts? I just, you know, listening back to how, like, raw Hetfield's vocals were on those yeah. tracks. Uh, man, great, sure, great pick. And uh, I'm a little surprised it went your number one as well. I'm curious to see it's what your number one is and what's be- so, what you think is so better close. than this. <laughs> but yeah. dude, it's, it's, it's arguably I, I, better. I got I an idea. That. I know I got an idea. I know what it is, but uh, I mean, yeah. It was 9.2 for me. That's sort yeah. of 0.8 shot from perfection, I guess you could say. Yeah, is dude, that, that's insane. Right, so. Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's the older I get, the more I realize how that's probably their top three, top three album, top four. I mean, that album is I just, agree, yeah. it's a staple. I mean, dude. It's, it's up there. It's up there with uh, the other ones. I'm a good top Justice. two, honestly. I mean, I, I arguably so Chris, I, I, I think that go, master they're two best, man. I really do. I think puppets and justice and kill them all ride the light ride low. And, uh, the black are arguably all top five albums for them. They were on. They were on another level doing those. But load and reload. They're if, solid. If you told me you can only pick two Metallica albums to take on a Desert Island with you, those would be my two. Which Master ones? and Kill 'Em All. Mine would be uh, probably it'd be either Justice and Kill 'Em All or Puppets and Kill 'Em All. I'm not sure which one. Nice choice. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd make a greatest hits. I couldn't do it. No, I'm just <laughs> it would be. I, I see. I'm a little bit different. You guys, I'd probably take Master and Ride. Yeah. yeah, I take Man, Master Ride because it's a killer album as well, and it's it's eight songs. It's just it, yeah, that's three for sure. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. All right, Chris, your number two pick, sir. All right, so uh, this one was a pleasant surprise for me, and it's a band I hadn't really listened to before uh, I made the pick back way back in the earlier part of the year. Uh, you know, I, I think I, I did a bit of a deep dive after uh, I listened to these guys, and I think anytime I do a deep dive, it, it kind of I, that holds water for me when I when I can say this and not only did I listen to this album this week I also thought man I gotta go listen to some more stuff by these guys and get more acquainted by them uh I'll go ahead and kind of tip my hand on this with this next one uh, they're kind of local heroes in this part of the world oh, uh they, yeah. they played some local festivals uh and and honestly man that you know they they're the kind of guys they they don't forget their roots and they still play local venues and they're getting bigger all the while I think they opened for Chris Stapleton last year on his his European tour. So I mean, if that tells you, that's a huge uh, accomplishment for these guys. And they are the more more time goes by, I got a feeling they're going to become a pretty successful band. It's forty nine Winchester. Fortune favor, favors the bold on this one. You might hear about that Fun. Do a six by three box made of pine, and that neon 
Well, you know, it it, uh, it definitely was one that, that I'd never really listened. You know, I've seen those guys coming to festivals now, like local festivals for a long time, seen the name, and I never really listened to them. And after I listened to this album, I was like, wow, this is actually solid. It, it wasn't like just one or two good songs, the whole thing good all the way through. And then I realized they have some more older albums. I started listening. Those are all really good, too. If you guys, you know, feel free to give that a listen because these guys are, are a solid band. They are in that Stapleton mold, if you will. I mean, that's a good opening act for them because I kind of feel like they're in the same lane when it comes to that. But yeah, it thoroughly, it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. One of my highlights of the year on this podcast. That's, that's why I really enjoy doing this podcast uh, is that I get to hear, I would never heard of this band without Chris. And he's introduced me to several bands that have become staples in my diet, so to speak. In fact, my number one is probably because of Chris too for this year. So, um, and honestly, I got into Dawes really because of Chris, because he introduced me to Camp, and then I heard Camp, and then one day Dawes came on with these weird like playlists, and I was like, okay, I like this band, and now they're one of my favorites. So, and Dave Matthews, Chris got me into Dave Matthews too. So, <laughs> going way back now. Aren't we? <laughs> well, I'm gonna cover them on my podcast soon. So, one of my favorite albums. But, uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, that album Forty Nine Winchester is amazing. I even sent some of those clips to my dad because you know we're all from that area up there. And, he grew up in Coburn, which is stone's throw, you know, from uh, from Castlewood, where those guys are from. So uh, he grew up on the county line. They're talking about in that song, really. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Very close to it. Yep. Yeah, down there in the Holler and uh, Tacoma, down that area. So yeah, so pretty interesting. All right, gang, let's hit it. Number two for Anthony. <laughs> I had this song in the car on a few days ago and I could not get it loud enough. I could not get it loud enough. I kept turning the volume and I was like, damn it, it's not going loud enough. <laughs> the guitar, the drums. Oh, playing this song is killer.
This was nice. the uh, Matchbox 20 eye roll moment when Jimmy picked this one earlier in the year. And I was this like, was oh, Santana, God. right? The, I <laughs> yeah, mean, it's Santana Abraxas. Like Santana Abraxas. Yeah. Santana Santana and I was like, catch me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And I was just, it was, I was going to say, they, they, I couldn't, for a second, I was like, who the hell is that? I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, oh, wait, okay. Because <laughs> Carlos doesn't sing. It's just, he pulls people in. Okay. Right. I just you. when Jimmy picked it, I was like, oh, God, what? And then I heard it and I was like, okay, I like this. And I kept liking it and still enjoying it. And like I said, I gave it another listen recently and I was like, yeah, this is almost number one for me this year. It's it very album, close. Um, it just, I never got to be a musician, probably won't ever be, because um, I'm too old for it now. But uh, <laughs> this is one of those albums that make you want to be a musician when you hear it. And you just got music you just want to turn up and crank. And when you listen to it with the headphones on, you hear the guitars and the drums and the bass line and the vocals. And it's like peak, peak, peak performance. And uh, it's an amazing album start to finish. And it doesn't close with the best song. It has that little in, in, ex, exit song. It's not the best to close it on. But other than that, album is straight fire from start to finish, man. It came out to be an 8.3 for me for the year. So it was. That's awesome, dude. It Holy was, it was solid, man. Yeah. yeah, dude, it, that one just barely missed my top five as well. But And I had a feeling it was going to be up there. It, Santana. Of course, I'm a fan of his music in general because of the jam band aspect and the guitars and all that stuff. And But Chris is right. The, the thing that plagued him throughout the years was the different different singers. However, as like when he gets in the 80s, some of the singers he had then were just great too. So, I mean, there was some good stuff out the years. But, man, the Brexit album. It's my yeah. favorite by him. I love it. Absolutely love that album. It's so amazing. Good, album, man. Man. I'm, I'm actually I'm glad that I introduced you to something that was a shock that you didn't expect. So that's good, man. I, There's, I appreciate man, that. I want to get into Deep Purple, too. Their album uh, back in the day with Smoke on the Water on it. I think it's Smoke on the Water. It might be the one or the other one. But one of them, Highway Songs on there. My God, that song. You turn it Highway full Star, volume. Highway Star, isn't it? Huh? Highway Star. Highway right? Star, yeah. Yeah, you turn like Highway Songs so on your next pick. It's I'm on imagining. the next pick, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Highway Star. Um, you turn that. That's another one of those songs you just Crank as loud up. as you can get the freaking speakers in your car and just hit the gas and go. Man, I love that song. So Deep Purple is probably coming North. next year sometime. FYI. So yeah, bring it on, bring it on. All right, kids. Now it's time for the uh, what we all been waiting on, and this is going to be absolutely no surprise because it's very difficult to choose between these two bands for me when it comes to being tops top tier stuff for me. But there's no surprise why this is number one. Arguably one of the greatest albums from the 80s. In my ears, anyway. Bullet Chris Boys? hit it, number one. Yes, that's it. Hello, baby! That would have been number three. That's Skiller, dude.
yeah. Oh, my God. So, obviously, Van Halen, 51-50 was my number one overall last year. And it's arguably, I mean, of the Hagar air, it's my favorite album. Um, behind And it was hard for me to choose between the two that I was going to pick for number one because by numbers, this one outscored Van Halen 2, which is my favorite uh, Roth era. So, this one is just a killer listen all the way through. We're getting ready to see these guys this coming summer. Uh, these guys. We're getting ready to see half <laughs> of Van Hagar. I don't know about that. Now. <laughs> we're getting to see, so we'll see half of Van Hagar this summer perform most of these songs from this record, and I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I was lucky enough to see the actual Van Hagar in its, in its heyday, so it was it was good times, but I can't wait to see them perform again in, in memory of Ed. Every time I listen to this album, man, it just makes me smile. Who's coming That's around? pick. Who's the band? Uh, Van Hagar. They're doing uh, Sammy, Sammy Hagar, doing Michael tour. Anthony, Joe yep. Satriani, and uh, oh, the drummer from Zeppelin's Kid. Uh, shoot, what's his name? Bonham. Bonham. Oh. Yeah, Jason, Jason Bonham. Bonham. Jason Bonham. Jason Bonham. Yeah, they're coming to. Where are they coming to, Chris? We've seen them in Charlotte. Charlotte, I think. Yeah. yeah. Van Hagar. Is that what they're calling themselves? No. Nah, it's, it's the just... Best of Both Worlds tour, right? I mean, they're gonna play that album in its entirety, right? Uh, they're gonna play most of this album in its entire. There's only a couple songs that they can't. They can't. He can't sing dreams anymore, so they're not gonna play dreams. Oh, so it's basically Chicken Foot. <laughs> no, Chicken Foot has two different other people. They have. Uh, oh. they just well, they have one of the. They have a different drummer. Chicken Foot has a different drummer. They got the guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, so. but it's Seth close. It's three Chicken Foot as well. He is. He okay. is. Yeah. So it's three fourths of Chicken Foot. Yeah, yeah. It's. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Should be interesting. I think it's basically Hagar playing his hits from the years there more than anything, which should be it's, yeah, it's, yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. Obviously so. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, what's your number one? Okay, guys. Well, as usual, when uh, Country Music Month rolls around every November, I, I take that opportunity to, to find an artist that I hadn't listened to a lot of, but I've always wanted to kind of do a deep dive into, and I did that this year, and it, it definitely panned out for me. Uh, we listened to this this album in November, and it somehow made my top five artists of the year on Spotify. <laughs> so really? that shows you how much I listened to this guy once once that month kicked in. And I think there was about a three-week gap there where I was listening to it before we reviewed it. So that makes sense to some degree. Half this album could have been radio hits. It, it, it was that good, <laughs> in my opinion. Book ends extremely well. I love the way the album starts and ends. Uh, it's just one of these guys who I definitely am going to try to see soon. Anytime he comes around, if I, if I see him, it's a, it's a concert I'm going to try to make for sure. It was my album Absolutely. of the year. John Party, uh, California Sunrise. It's a great album, man. Kill it.
rock it right. No need to talk no Give me a half an hour for a shave and a shower, and I'll be outside your house. Might have a little dirt on my boots, but I'm taking you uptown tonight. Might have a little mud on my wheels, but they gonna shine with you up inside. Gonna hit the club, gonna cut a rug, burn it up like neon lights. Might have a little dirt on my boots, but we're gonna dance the dust right off them tonight. Back to that California sunrise That California sunrise She took me to heaven and so much more Like nothing I've ever seen before And that California sunrise Take me on back That California sunrise Excellent. My number one, what do you guys think? Any comments? Uh, I, mean, I was already familiar that, with that album. Killer. Killer I mean, John Party stuff, man. Yeah, I've been into that album for a long time now, and I was glad to revisit it because I hadn't heard it in a while. So, uh, yeah, I was. I just wasn't in the country when that album became popular. You know, I have been flow with it. I guess ebb is when you're up on it. So, like, <laughs> I'm in an ebb right now. But yeah. uh, at the time, I, I did not have any. Uh, you know, I didn't realize that 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 was on the on the scene when it was on the scene, and it's become a really good one. So yeah, I had a little brief stint with country from like 2010 to about the time of that album, I think, and I was into Al Dean and uh, uh, I was going to say Luke Perry. It's not Luke Perry. It's uh, Eric Church. What's in my, my brain this morning? <laughs> Luke Perry. Kind of I don't know why that popped in my head. Eric Church. <laughs> John Pardee, you know, all those guys. Uh, Luke Bryan, that's who I was trying to think of. I liked yeah. his music, too. I know he gets a lot I of grief. Too. but I do. I, I like him. He deserves the grief. I like it, but it's bro fun. country at its finest. It is. <laughs> it, is. it is. But it, it's still fun <laughs> stuff to listen to. But uh, So I it had is. a little spout it's there. True. So, um, But I've kind of fallen off since then with country. Country's kind of gone back to that point where I just don't like it anymore. But anyways, it's hard to no. find good country anymore. It's not. You just got to look for it, man. Maybe yeah, I just don't want to look for it there. anymore. How about this? I don't want to look for it anymore. How's that? So that's yeah, that's the thing. We all go through taste. You I should the same because thing. there's some like I mean, I guarantee you, Morgan Stapleton, Wallen if is you listen to him, country, he's not. He's good. the future of that branch of country. But you got Zach Bryan, Tyler Childers. You got guys on the other side that are nothing like him, man. So don't that's just true. lump it all into one category. I know, yeah. I know. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Anthony, you're number one. Yeah, go ahead, hit it, Chris. I think y'all know what it is. It's only one song, so, you know. Y'all, whoever made it this far, it's just one song. Sit in. Enjoy it.
The Grid of Van Zeppelin. Those, I love it. I love this it. This is one of those bands that uh, I heard about for years and never listened to. Kill so it. I was really glad when Chris finally said, we're doing Greta Van Fleet. And I picked that song because that was the first song I really heard off that album. And I was like, oh, this is something special. <laughs> it is. And yeah. I'm still listening to that band. I just made a playlist of all their albums so I can just turn it on when I want to and listen to it. Um, they're going to be around in my my spin wherever I'm listening to music. I'll be listening to these guys for, for a bit. Their new album is really solid, too, if y'all haven't listened to it yet. But um, I think they branch even further away from that Zeppelin-esque sound in that one. So, you know, but uh, songs like Broken Bells is an amazing tune. And uh, Heat Above is an amazing tune beyond this album. If you haven't listened to those songs, um, there's some songs on their new one that I just absolutely love. So Greta Van Fleet from The Fires. So glad Chris picked it, man. It just really loved it. 8.7. It would have been my number five for the year, ratings-wise, too. So it wasn't just on feels. I mean, ratings-wise, it went high, too. So it was fantastic. It was my big album this year. So, yeah. You know, the good thing about, killer, about a band like that is is they're in their prime right now. If you go see them in concert, you're going to get the full experience, not some geriatric uh, guys on IVs out there barely <laughs> making it. You know, I mean, seriously, it's true. I love ACDC, but I, I know I'm going to get the watered down ACDC if I go see them in concert now. Right. And that's just what it is. You know, I mean, that that's not the case for a band like Greta. They're on their, I don't know if they're on their way up, but I think they're at their plateau. They're, they're at the top right now. So you're going to see them at their best. They've got what, four albums out, roughly three albums. So this, from the fires, sometimes four, say yeah. it's an EP. Some people say it's an album. Hmm. Potato, potato, an but yeah. but they have technically four albums out, and we're at that point with this band where rise or fall. You know, they really gonna keep changing their sound and modifying their sound. So it'll be fun to see how they grow and to see if they grow. You know, so yeah, glad Chris picked Pretty it. Pretty awesome, man. Pretty awesome. Good. All right, guys. So uh, I'm gonna just basically just give a quick summary of the year for me um you know I, I don't really have too many honorable mentions so to speak i'm just going to talk about that's my top five rated albums or top four rated albums for the year um i'm going to talk about my top albums that i actually listened to through the year and i, I th- these may shock some of you folks but uh and these aren't things necessarily reviewed but this is my number four on my apple playlist it was kenny rogers gambler although they didn't make my top five that turned out. That was one of those ones that we listened to at first. Like God, I can't believe Anthony picked this, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> crap, this thing is actually really solid." Yeah, it was and it solid. turned out to be a fantastic album. And I listened to that enough from the time he picked it to where it made it to my number four in top albums for the year on Apple. Insane. And then number three, not a shocker for anybody, Metallica seventy two seasons, the new album they released this year. It was my number three listen for the whole year, and I love that. It's, I think it's a fantastic listen. And number two probably a shocker it was a shocker to me because i didn't realize it's gonna listen to this much especially as long as this damn thing is morgan wallen's one thing at a time that album's my number two on that whole album i know you I hate it, anthony i made it 10 songs in and i was like it's too long see well it is too I, long there's no I, question I about it. that you guys there I is totally probably some good it, music in there i'm not saying there's not i'm just saying when i hit 10 songs and i'm like i still got 22 more to go i was like Got, we can I never got, review something I, like I got, that. It's I just got too paint long, to go watch man. dry, is what I'm saying. So <laughs> you got paid to do what? I got paint to go watch dry instead of sitting there for twenty two. We know you don't like Morgan Wallen. I totally get it, dude. <laughs> so my but my number one was not a shocker either. It was Buffett, his boats, beaches, ballads, and bars. That album right too there long. was my it's too damn long, dude. Seriously. Oh, it is a long ass I got paint album. to it's watch got like dry, man. What are you talking about? It's got a hundred songs, songs on it. baby. 
But that was my but those one songs album. actually have a purpose to be 72 songs. There's four freaking long, CDs, four freaking CDs at about 16 songs a piece with classic mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett on it. There's that a Morgan purpose Wallen's, for that one. That Morgan Wallen's three albums, just so you know. Yeah, but he hasn't earned it yet. I don't know, Go dude. It's, it probably is more streamed than a whole lot of. Thirty. I'm sorry. Thirty-two songs for me. Thirty-two is just too much. But at the same time, I listen to a Rush album. It's four songs long. It takes an hour. So, potato, potato. I guess you could say. So. <laughs> well, I didn't break down my my listens on the. I didn't, I didn't even look at the albums per se on Spotify. But I do have a few honorable mentions from this, and, and I'll start with Greta Van Fleet because they were going to be in my top five. Probably would have replaced uh, ACDC. But I, I, I knew Anthony was probably going to pick that because he kind of tipped his hat when we talked the other day. I, I didn't know what he's talking about at the time, but once I started looking through, I was like, oh, that's definitely what he's talking about there. <laughs> uh, Metallica, Van Halen, those two absolutely would have made the list as well. But I kind of wanted to go a different route with that and say, okay, I'm, uh, I know these albums. Kind of like like uh, Anthony said, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, those two albums for me. Um Almost picked Fleetwood Mac. Almost picked Alabama. Those two were right on the cusp for me as well. But I'll give them honorable mentions. Uh, we we had we had some good albums this year, guys that we listened to. So and Sticks as well. I remember looking at Sticks and thinking, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, you know, we could just pick four or so and then throw some honorable mentions in it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Andy, what, Anthony, what's your final thoughts, man? Uh, you know, yeah, solid year. Wasn't this the year we had a little trouble with the uh, copyright? Was that last year? The twenty twenty two. It was this year. We started the year off with it. That spooked yeah. us in April. Yeah. So we there is a screaming in digital out there. It's about three episodes long. Maybe wants to listen to it. So <laughs> that's it that's the time we got spooked was when we did screaming in digital. Well, I so. just thought they were gonna pull us down completely. So yeah, so know. we did have that little snafu, but I don't know what happened. Happened on mine too, which is weird. But I think we finally just said, Well, if we're gonna pull it down, they can pull it down <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, True. Honorable mentions for me, man. ACDC, The Razor's Edge, 8.1. Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, 8.5. 49 Winchester, favorite, Fortune Favors of Bold, 7.9 was my final rating. Then Kenny Rogers, The Gambler, 7.6. That was kind of a hit or miss, but that Fannie Mae song or whatever, or the one from New Orleans sounding song, yeah. I'm still listening to that song. I love that freaking song. Um, Alabama Closer Mountain on that Music. One too. What's that? The closer on there, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kenny, is that was that the song you're talking about, or is that it? No, there's one in the no. middle there, the Voodoo Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. It's still Sorry, popping up on my list all the time. I love that song. <laughs> uh, Alabama Mountain Music, 7.4, we could have been on there. Bon Jovi, Slippery and Wet, 8.3. Those are kind of my honorable mentions. So, um, that they would have never made my top four, but they definitely were like on the outside looking in, saying, ah, pick me, pick me, but, you know, eh. Like ACDC, Bon Jovi, I still feel like I'm a little more familiar with those to where Bullet Boys was more of a surprise. So if I was kind of thinking about that whole genre, I was like Bullet Boys Agreed. for me instead. I, I knew going in Bullet Boys was going to be my my highest rated song in the list. You know, I was like, this one needs an, an appearance on it. I didn't know you were going to pick it, Anthony, or else I'd have maybe not done that. But nah, you th- don't they know needed it. a pick on, on this because it was it was a surprise of the year for me, honestly, more than anything of, of that one. There's no deep dive after that. There's nothing else to listen no, to. No. I mean, they I mean, do have albums out there, but I would not suggest anybody actually listen to them. Um, it's okay or at least I wouldn't put my stamp on it, you know. Yeah, it's that? okay to have some duplicates. It's okay to have some duplicates if we have some. We don't. 
Don't yeah. not fix them. Top of the year. Them. I mean, I yeah. would expect some duplicates in yeah. some yeah. sense because yeah. you know, but, you know we're playing these we three, four like, minute clips and we don't yeah. need to duplicate those over and over again. So well, I totally get that, but at the same time, I see where some of us could have the same picks. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But I knew I would be uh, a little bit. Really, I guess guys, Bullet sure. Boys was the only duplicate on this. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It was. That's yeah, pretty good. My, because my picks were the ones that you guys couldn't pick, so to speak, because of the. Uh, yeah, we could. We just didn't. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I mean, so, but the way you guys looked at it's what I mean. Y'all couldn't pick those because they were like the ones you were so familiar with. So I, right. I totally get it, man. I totally get it. I just did mine by the numbers, and I thought, well, you know what? That's a hell of a top, you know, top four for me. So I was all in on that. So I don't know. You guys do running spreadsheets. I don't. I don't. I don't mess with all that. So like, that's part of it, right there. If if I, I had a spreadsheet, I could go probably. look and yeah, if I could just look at the spreadsheets. Okay, these are my highest rated. I, I might have done that too, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little old all school. Right. I've still got a notepad here. I don't, I don't. You guys type all your stuff up. I'm, I'm got my old three ring binder here, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. good with that. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. All right, well, kids. We got a pick next week or two weeks. From we now. do, weeks, Jimmy. Let me play the song right. here. And in this corner, weighing in at approximately 200 pounds. Is the master of metal, the guru of guitar, and a lover of all things harmonica. He's our fearless leader. It's Jimmy with his pick of the week. Week, week. All right, guys. So after our. Uh November, December, a little bit of country music, a little bit of hair metal. I'm going to bring on some heavy for the start of the year off. Um, and Anthony in the last podcast said he did not like the Aussie, so I'm not going to go with the Aussie pick. I'm going to go with – I am going with the Black Sabbath album, The Mob Rules. Oh, that's a great that's a great, great album. It's not that I don't like Ozzy. It's just he's not one of my favorites. I do enjoy his music. It's just he's not one of my favorites. But it's well, I, I, just didn't, I didn't want you to. Uh, I didn't want you to sit there. But when you said that, I was like, yeah, I guess I. I do enjoy his Sabbath do, stuff, though. I had a little uh, spell where I listened to like all four, five, six of those first Sabbath albums, and they're really, really solid, man. Yeah, they're great albums, man. They're, I just didn't want you to have to listen to his voice. I know, I know it kind of grates on you. So I was like, you know what? We'll do Mob Rules. It's arguably my third favorite Sabbath album. So. Yeah, it's an amazing album, man. Like I said, I like I like Ozzy in spurts. He's, you know, some of his songs are amazing, but uh, in spurts for me. So, well, guys, you got you got a couple weeks to kind of spin it and see how it goes. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Anthony, what you got going on this year? This this coming week, I should say. <laughs> Song lines and tan lines. I've got zip. Um, I've partially written a script for listener support for Dave Matthews, and that's about as far as I've gotten. <laughs> nice. Nice. So. Listen, I, yeah, I've got over 201 episodes, so if you need to is, listen to me, there's plenty to choose from. <laughs> is that is that that was a live album, correct, listeners? Yeah, it was. Was, that, was that the one at Luther College, or was that a different? No, one? that's the that's one different. with Tim Reynolds at Luther College. The acoustic okay. been, man, it's been a long time. Yeah, I used to I love to him, that stuff, but I've been trying to get back into him because I, I do like his music. So Anyways. I totally understand. I've just uh, I I went through my spell there and. Uh, Man, he, just, he, he lost me a long time ago with all the live albums. So, yeah. <laughs> he lost me too. Can't keep, I, uh, can't keep paying for those, man. I still like the acoustic man. stuff he does. 
Still like the acoustic stuff he does. I'm, I'm trying to get back to the podcast. I don't know. I hit 201, and now I'm starting to feel a little lazy. I'm like, man, I made 200, so what else you want me to do? <laughs> there you go. Tough choices, so. tough choices. All right, guys, we'll wrap this thing up. Once again, Happy New Year to all our listeners. And for the Audible Ecstasy Podcast, this is Jimmy. This is Chris. This is Anthony. And this is it. What would Jimmy Buffett do? Funny you should ask, Alan. <laughs> I'd say, pull me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Pour me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve. Five o'clock somewhere. What time zone am I on? What country am I in? It doesn't matter. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's always on five in Margaritaville, come to think of it. Yeah, I heard that. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've seen your boat there. I've been to Margaritaville a few times. All right. Well, that's good. Stumble my way back. Okay. Well, we just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. <laughs> between the buoys. I got it. All right. Well, it's 5 o'clock. Let's go somewhere. I'm ready. Crank it up. Let's get out of here. I'm gone.